How are you going to make Easter special this year? I want to invite you to sign up for our Holy Week devotional. It's called Our Good King. And it's me and the rest of the TMBT team unpacking the true meaning of Easter. You sign up to receive a daily devotional email by clicking the link in the show notes, and you get your first one on Palm Sunday. Welcome to 10-Minute Bible Talks, where we connect the Bible to your life and the time it takes to get to work. I'm Keith Simon. I'm Tanya Wilmoth. And I'm Patrick Miller. Right now, we're going through the book of Joshua. Also, if you want to connect with us, follow us on Twitter at TMBT Podcast. You can also check out our hashtag, hashtag AskTMBT, where you can ask us anything and we'd love to connect with you. Our memory is incredibly powerful. Just think of Memorial Day. It's a day that we set aside each year to remember those who died in defense of our country. Or think of anniversaries. It's a day that we set aside to remember the vows that we took to our spouses. Or think about looking back through old pictures when you remember all that you've been through in your personal life, all the ways that God has been at work. Our memories connect us to the past, but they also shape our future. And so it's no real surprise that one of the most frequent commands in the Bible is for us to remember. But what if you can't remember? Consider the case of Jimmy. He had a rare neurological disorder. It was called Korsakoff syndrome. And this disorder affected his memory. Jimmy's story is told in the book called The Man Who Mistook His Wife for a Hat. It was written by Dr. Oliver Sacks, who met Jimmy in 1975. Jimmy walked into the doctor's office and said, Hiya, Doc. Nice morning. Do I take this chair here? Jimmy was cooperative. He answered all the questions that Dr. Sacks asked him. Jimmy remembered his childhood, his home, his friends, the time he served in the Navy, He was stationed on a sub, and he could still remember the Morse code he used in his service. Jimmy recalled his service in the Navy all the way through the end of the war in 1945. But that's where his memories stopped. And I mean completely stopped. Jimmy couldn't remember anything between 1945 and 1975 when he met Dr. Sachs. Jimmy thought Truman was still the president. He didn't realize anyone had been to the moon because he had no recollection of anything that happened more than a few minutes in the past. He still thought he was 19 years old, not his actual age of 49 years old. One time, Dr. Sack showed him a mirror and Jimmy gazed at the middle-aged man with bushy gray hair that he saw in his reflection. He was shocked. Dr. Sack says, Jimmy was suddenly turned to ashen and gripped the sides of his chair. What's going on? What happened to me? Is this a nightmare? Am I crazy? Over the next nine years as a patient, Jimmy and Dr. Sachs were introduced to each other and then reintroduced to each other because Jimmy could never remember having ever met Dr. Sachs before. He stayed in a convalescent home where Sachs worked, but Jimmy never learned his way around the home. He was good at games that didn't last long, games like checkers and tic-tac-toe, but he got lost in chess because the moves were too slow and he would forget what he was doing. Dr. Sachs said, I had never encountered, ever even imagined, such a powerful form of amnesia, the possibility of a pit which everything, every experience, every event would fathomlessly drop. The staff of the home spoke of Jimmy as a lost soul. Without memory, we are all lost souls. You see, in the Bible, memory is much more than just cognitive recall, like remembering dates for a history test or remembering where your car keys are. 
In the Bible, memory includes the mind, but it also includes your emotions and your will. In chapter 23, Joshua calls the people to remember how God had worked in their story. Joshua is getting old, he's getting advanced in age, and so he calls for the leaders to come and listen to him. We'll pick it up in Joshua 23, verse 2. Joshua called for all Israel, for all their elders, for all their heads, for their judges, their officers, and he said to them, I am old, advanced in age. You yourselves have seen everything the Lord your God has done to all these nations for your sake. It was the Lord your God who fought for you. Remember how I have allotted as an inheritance for your tribes all the lands of the nations that remain, the nations I conquered, between the Jordan and the Mediterranean Sea in the west. The Lord your God himself will push them out for your sake. He will drive them out before you, and you will take possession of their land as the Lord your God promised you. Remember. It's a powerful word. Remember how God has worked in your life. The Israelites needed to remember their former lives as slaves in Egypt and how God worked through mighty miracles and delivered them out of the bondage of slavery. They need to remember how God had provided manna from heaven and water out of a rock and how God's presence had gone with them as a pillar of cloud and a fire. They needed to remember how the people had rebelled, how the people had been filled with unbelief, and how God had graciously forgiven them. They needed to remember how God had parted the Red Sea and the Jordan River, how he had brought down the walls of Jericho, and all the victories that God had given them. We too must remember how God has worked in our past, how God has encouraged us, how God has forgiven us. We must remember how God has worked in the past so that we can trust him with our future because when we forget all that God has done for us in the past, we will not trust him in our future. When I don't remember how God has provided for me, I will take things into my own hands. When I don't remember how God has met my needs, I will begin to worry. When I don't remember how God has forgiven me, I will live in fear. This is a problem because our tendency is to forget all that God has done for us. Psalm 103 begins this way. Praise the Lord, my soul, all my inmost being. Praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. In other words, David is in prayer and he prays that his soul would not forget because he knows his soul is prone to forget all that God has done for him. So we must remember by telling ourselves the story about God's grace and goodness in our life. We must remember all the ways that God has provided for us, perhaps by writing down the things each day that we're thankful for or sharing them at our dinner table. We must remember by listening to the story, by going back to the Bible and reading it so that we remember what story our life is caught up in. We must remember through communion as we remember how God has forgiven us and promised us that we will spend eternity in his presence. Remember all that God has done for you so that you will trust him with everything that comes your way tomorrow. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this content, please subscribe and give us a rating. 
That helps others find this podcast more easily. Also, ask yourself who you could share this podcast with. Texting an episode to a friend or family member is a great way to help them grow spiritually. If you want to go deeper, check out our show notes for book recommendations. Thank you.